It's Thursday, December 30th, 2010. The top green news stories of the year, from politics to the planet, a quick look back over where we've been. All of that straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. But if you are someone who doesn't believe in global warming, who thinks the idea of climate change is the invention of some attention-starved scientists and Al Gore trying to fool everyone for some unknown but probably evil purpose, you probably felt vindication. Sweet, sweet, snow-covered vindication. Is it just me, or does sweet, sweet, snow-covered vindication come earlier and earlier each year? Happy Denial New Year's! This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, it's been a big, big green year, so our Green News Report in review starts now. Yes, 2010 was likely to be the hottest year on record, and not in a good way. It's a record year for natural disasters. More people were killed by natural disasters in 2010 than by terrorism attacks in the past 40 years combined. It all began on January 12th when a massive earthquake hit the island nation of Haiti. We need international help. The earthquake and its aftermath killed an estimated 250,000 people. It was a tragedy made unimaginably worse by the combination of centuries of poverty, environmental degradation, and substandard construction. Haitians are still trapped in overcrowded tent camps and fighting a growing cholera epidemic. 2010 broke the record for record-breaking, literally. More records for extreme temperatures were broken around the world in 2010 than ever before, with more extreme weather events overwhelming governments' ability to respond. Pakistan this year recorded the hottest temperature ever seen in human history, and then just weeks later, record storms brought flooding of biblical proportions, displacing 20 million people, shocking UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. The scale and magnitude is difficult to comprehend. Thousands of villages have been washed away, billions of livelihoods lost. That same weather system also caused the historic heat wave in Russia, fueling massive wildfires around the city of Moscow, which also topped 100 degrees for the first time in recorded history. Yeah, and out here in Los Angeles, in late September, we reached 113 degrees before the 100-year-old thermometer literally broke. That was the hottest temperature ever recorded in Los Angeles. But in the U.S., the disasters were man-made. From the coal mine explosion at the Upper Big Branch Mine in West Virginia in April that killed 29 miners and the worst mining accident in 40 years, to pipeline spills and explosions, refinery explosions, and, of course, the biggest story of 2010, the BP oil disaster in the Gulf. Just devastated the tourism industry, the seafood industry. You, you guys have really mess things up. The explosion on April 20th of the Deepwater Horizon rig that killed 11 men was overshadowed by the sight of 206 million gallons of crude oil billowing into the Gulf of Mexico a mile under the surface. The worst oil spill in the nation's history, its devastating legacy still unfolding in the Gulf of Mexico, and gave us another spectacle. Republican Joe Barton apologizing to BP. I do not want to live in a country where any time a citizen or a corporation does something that is legitimately wrong is subject to some sort of political pressure that is, again, in my words, amounts to a shakedown. So I apologize. Uh, but there was some good news, right? Wasn't there? Anything? <laughs> 
A little? Yes, absolutely. After the failed UN climate summit in Copenhagen in 2009, just weeks ago, an agreement was reached at the 2010 climate summit in Cancun. We have moved the interests of the planet one inch forward. One inch in a long way, and we are going to move an inch by inch. The Obama administration still managed to pull out a few wins in 2010, in spite of the fact that the nation's last best chance for comprehensive climate and clean energy legislation died in the Senate amid Republican obstructionism, and in spite of the Supreme Court's ruling on Citizens United that unleashed the power of corporate money, and in spite of the AstroTurf groups and the climate change denial industry helping to buy Republicans a win in the 2010 midterm elections, the Obama administration still managed to reverse years of hostile neglect of the clean energy industry resuscitating the nation's clean energy industry with billions for research and development, approving nine new utility-scale solar energy projects, and protecting America's health and natural resources by approving new wilderness protections and new pollution regulations. I want the United States of America to be what it has always been, and that is the leader when it comes to a clean energy future. Finally, my favorite green news story of 2010, one of human triumph over impossible odds. The rescue of 33 miners from a collapsed mine in Chile after nearly three months trapped underground. It's an example of hope and community amidst the destruction that we bring upon ourselves. That's unlike you, ending on a hopeful note. (laughs) Let's see if we can bring that same spirit to the next year ahead and focus on ways that we can all make the planet a better place. It's our last report of the year, so from all of us here at the Green News Report, we hope you have a safe and peaceful new year. And we hope the year ahead looks a hell of a lot better than this one did. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Wishing you a happy new year. This has been your Green News Report. Long ago it must be I have a photograph Preserve your memories They're all that's left you